Welcome to Daily Daf Different, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Joshua Kulp, and today we're going to be learning Moed Katan Daf Yudtet. Uh, when we began learning the third chapter of Moed Katan, I said that most of the chapter was about Avilut. Um, but so far we've learned about a lot of other things, but today we're going to really start learning about Avilut, about the laws of mourning more intensely, because the Mishnah... Um, that we're going to learn is the second Mishnah on, on Daf Yutet, second Mishnah on Daf Yutet Amid Aleph. Um, and it connects, uh, uh, the situation of Avilut, of a death, with the issue of the Regal. So I'm going, with the issue of the festival. Um, because we have the following situation. Hakover et meto, I'm reading from the Mishnah. One who buries his dead, meaning somebody he is obligated to mourn for. Shrosha yamim kodem l'regel. Three days before the festival. And this is something we're going to talk about in today's daf and in tomorrow's daf as well. So if somebody dies and the burial takes place three days before the festival, say Sukkot, but shiva. So the decree of Shiva, the decree of the special seven days of mourning, which uh, is interesting to note, the Mishnah has never really explained what these things are. Very typical of the Mishnah to just mention something without ever explaining it because the Mishnah assumes that before you even learn the Mishnah, you know everything already. Um, so if you bury uh, a dead person three days before the Regal, then you don't continue to sit Shiva after the Regal, after the festival. Uh, Already, I'm sure many of you know, or many of you are asking, Hey, Josh, that's not the halacha. The halacha is if you bury somebody even an hour, anytime before the regel, anytime before a festival, then there's no shiva after the festival. If you know that halacha, hold off a little bit. We're going to be learning that halacha in the next Amur, and I'll be talking about it extensively. Um, Shmona, if you bury the person eight days before the festival, but So the shloshim, this extended period of mourning, which again we don't really know anything about from elsewhere, this extended period of mourning is nullified because after sitting a full shiva, he sat one day of the shloshim. So the regel comes and ends the shloshim. Okay, so in other words, when you think about it, if you you have observed three days of the shiva then you don't continue to sit Shiva after the festival. And if you've observed eight days of the Shloshim, seven of Shiva and one day that's not Shiva, then you don't continue with the Shloshim after the festival. And the Gemara, the Mishnah explains, Mipnei Sha'amru, a little bit of a strange phrase in the middle of the Mishnah, because they said, Shabbat Ora, Shabbat Ora that um, Shabbat counts. Right, to the minion, to the counting of the Shiva, right, because you're never going to have a Shiva without a Shabbat. It's just impossible to have. Ve'enamafsek, it doesn't interrupt Shiva. If it did, you would never have a full seven days of Shiva. Um, in contrast, Rigalim Mafsikim, festivals, the regular, which is 
the word for foot, meaning going on Aliyah to the Beit HaMikdash, but the whole festival comes to be called the Regel. Mafsikin ve'enanolim. It interrupts, but one thing we often forget about, it doesn't count either. Because you do not mourn on the Regel, and we're going to talk about mourning on Shabbat as the parrot goes along, but you don't mourn at all during the Regel because the Regel, the festival, is a time of Simcha of great happiness. So it doesn't count as part of the Shiva, but it does end a Shiva. Again, according to the Mishnah, which I think makes a lot of sense, as long as you've observed at least three days of the Shiva, and as we're going to see later on in the parak, three days seems to be the essential, most concentrated, most powerful part of the Shiva. After that, the, the, the laws are reduced a little bit. There's certain laws we're going to see that are um, observed for three days, but not for the entire Shiva. So if you observe those th- full three days, and then you were to have a seven-day period of Sukkot, or actually eight days of Sukkot, uh, or Pesach, seven days of Sukkot, in Chutzar, it's eight days, you wouldn't continue keeping Shiva because you really sat the essential part of Shiva before the Chag, before the regular. But if you only observe two days, right, you haven't fully sat the full two, three days. You haven't sat the uh, main essential part of the Shiva, which is the first three days. Then, uh, let's say Sukkot or Pesach comes, you would have to resume afterwards, right? And you would sit five days, six days, you would complete the Shiva and go on with the Shloshim because the Regal ends the Shiva or interrupts the Shiva, and you do not sit Shiva during the regular, under, under any circumstance, unlike Shabbat, which doesn't end, and you do does count. Okay. Uh, the uh, Gemara, the Mishnah has a little bit of a question about what to do with Atzeret, right? Chag HaShavuot, which is known as Atzeret. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Rabbi Eliezer says, Mishachara Beit HaMikdash, right? Once the temple was destroyed, Atzeret, which is only one day, is like Shabbat, which is also one day. Okay, in the time of the Beit Hamikdash, Atzeret Shavuot was one day, but in actuality, you probably could bring your korbanot, your sacrifices, for a full seven days. So there was something still seven dayish about Chag Hashavuot or Atzeret. Um, but once the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed, Atzeret became a one-day holiday. In which case, there was no reason, according to Rabbi Eliezer, for it to interrupt mourning. Right? It could be like Shabbat, right? And it doesn't ends the morning, and you can continue afterwards. Um, you probably couldn't mourn on that one day, but you would continue afterwards. Now, what about the, what we call the high holidays? Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Rabban Gamliel Omer, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim Keregalim. Rabban Gamliel says, look, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, even though they're only one day, and specifically Rosh Hashanah probably at that point was still one day, right? they count as Regalim, and they end the Shiva. However, the Chachamim Omrim, lo kediv reze ve lo kediv reze. They don't agree with Rabbi Gamliel or Rabbi Eliezer. Ela atzeret kiregalim, right? Atzeret, uh, Shavuot is like a regalim still to this day. It's like a festival, and it does interrupt Shiva. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, there's no special mitzvah to celebrate in them, and they can be treated like Shabbat, and they would not interrupt the festival. Again, you're probably noting that the halakha is not like this either. Techef, we'll get to that. Don't worry about it right now. What I wanted to um, to go over was a little bit of the beginning of the Gemara, um, where, let me see how much time we're going to have. 
Um, so later, a little a few lines down, we're not going to read it all. I want to read a Brita that says, HaKoveret Mito, Shoshayomim Kodem Regel. This is on the beginning of page Yudtet. Someone who buries his dead three days before the festival. But Laimenu Gzeirat Shiva. He's, uh, the Shiva has been an old friend. Shmona Yamim Kodem Regel, but Laimenu Gzeirat Shoshim. Eight days before the festival, and he has no more Shoshim, like the mission. Umegareach Erev Regel. And he can shave the day before the festival. V'im rogirach erev haregel. In other words, if his shloshim ends right then on erev haregel, the day before the festival, and he didn't get the chance to shave, asur gareach achar regel. He cannot shave after the festival because the shloshim will continue, right? Because the shloshim has not fully dissipated by the regel; it's only partially been annulled. And if you didn't take advantage of it, then you don't get an opportunity to take advantage of it after the regel. If you go back and observe the rest of shloshim. Abba Shaul Omer Mutar Regareach Achar HaRegel. Abba Shaul says that you're allowed to, in all cases, shave after the festival. Shekeshem Shemitzvat Shloshim Mevatelet Gzerat Shiva. Just as the mitzvah of um, keeping uh, of Shlosha, Mitzvat Shlosha Mevatelet Gzerat Shlishiva. Just as keeping three days annuls keeping the rest of the eight if there's been an interfering Regel. The festival. So too, if you sat Shiva before the Regal, and then you sat even a little bit of the seventh day, and then the Regal came along, it annuls the eight, uh, the, the Shloshim. Now, I want to go on a little bit, we'll skip a couple lines here. Amara Chista, Amara Vina Barshira, Halacha Ke'aba Shaul. The Halacha is like Abba Shaul, who says that, that if you sat a full Shiva, again, you a person died before the festival. He managed to sit a, sh- a full shiva. And then the seventh day, specifically I say, the seventh day of shiva is Erev HaRegel. You can shave later that day or cut your hair. And there's no more shloshim afterwards, according to Abba Shaul. Uh, the rabbis agree with Abba Shaul. When the eighth day of Avirut, Falls on Shabbat, Erev HaRegel, Yelp Shabbat, Erev HaRegel, on the eighth day. Um, the eighth day falls on Shabbat, and that Shabbat is the day before the Regel. That in that time, Mutago Regaleach Be'erev Shabbat, he can shave on the seventh day, because obviously on Shabbat, he wasn't allowed to shave. Keman Azra Ha. Who does the following statement go according to? The Amar Rav Amram, Amar Rav, that Rav Amram said in the name of Rav, Avel Kivan Shamdu. When the Avel, on the seventh day specifically, when the comforters rise to leave him, he's allowed to wash immediately. In other words, his shiva is over immediately. Keman, who's that like? That's Ke'aba Shaul. That's like Abba Shaul, who holds that Miksatayon Kekulo. That part of the day, if you observe part of the seventh day, then it's like you observe the whole day. That is why to this very day, on the seventh day of Shiva, you customarily observe part of the day. In the morning, you have minion at someone's home, and then you comfort that person. But that person, quote-unquote, gets up from Shiva already on what is the seventh day. Going on just a little bit more, Amar Abaye, Halacha Ka'aba Shaul. Abaye also says that Halacha follows Abba Shaul, who is the lenient voice here. Uh, I'm going to skip a line, a couple lines. Later on, we learn why do these people hold like Rabbi Shaul? Da'amar Shmuel Halacha Kedivrei Hamekel Be'evel. 
that halach, Shmuel said halacha is always according to the most lenient position in questions and matters of Avelut. This is something that I'm going to try to talk about a little bit more in tomorrow's shir. Um, but I just want you to think about, maybe leave you a little bit with some, some suspense. Why is it that the halacha is always according to the most lenient position in the laws of Avelut? In this case, it means that if you didn't shave before the regal, you can shave after the regal. If the um, seventh day falls Erev Regal, and also that Mikzata Yom Kikula, the part of a day, sitting part of the seventh day counts as the full day. You don't need to sit a full seventh day, only part of it is sufficient. So stay tuned for tomorrow. We're going to have some interesting stuff in tomorrow's daily Daf Differently. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.